Good morning, Mercy Road. How are you guys doing? Hey, Brian. It's good to see you. I actually saw you waving out of the group here. How are you guys doing this morning? Hey, it's so good to be with you all. My name is Nate. I'm one of the pastors here. If I haven't met you yet, I look forward to doing that hopefully soon. And if you're new with us, something we say every single week around here is that we believe this, that no one is too far from God to experience life change through Jesus. And that the church should be a hospital for sinners not a museum for saints. So no matter where you're at spiritually or in your faith walk this morning, my prayer is this, that you would feel right at home because we started this church for people just like you. And my prayer is this, that no matter where you're at this morning, that God would meet you right where you are this morning. With that being said, can we put our hands together, welcome those that are watching online as well. Thank them for joining us. And if that's you, share this live because you never know how God could use this to impact somebody. Uh, so years ago, earlier on in our dating, when we were still back in college, me and my wife, uh, Shana, we had this whole date planned, and the date was to go to a Jason Mraz concert that she had bought the tickets for us, and we had to, you know, figure it out. We're college students, and she played basketball at our college that we went to, so we had to work around that, and we had a whole plan set up because she wasn't going to be able to actually make it to dinner before the concert. And so the plan was simple. I would pick up dinner for her on the way to the concert, pick her up from, uh, from practice, and then we would just drive straight there. So the day comes, and I get ready and go and pick up dinner for her and go pick her up. And then she gets in the car, right, you know, fresh from practice, just having showered. We start driving, and she opens up the Subway sandwich that I got for her. And she takes a bite into it, and she goes, you didn't get mayo on this? And in that moment, I don't know what happened, but something in me was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I've had a busy day, all these things. I'm running to pick up your dinner for you. And the, the first thing you're going to say is not thank you, but you didn't get mayo on this. And so I'm like so mad in the moment. I don't say a word to her like the entire rest of the evening. The missing mayo ended up ruining not just her sandwich, but the missing mayo ruined the entire concert for us. And I don't know if you're here this morning but, uh, and what's going on in your life, but we did this whole series around this time of year called The Missing Piece because we just found that sometimes there are certain things in our lives that can be missing. And the thing that it ends up removing from our lives is actually a sense of peace or a sense of wholeness and joy and enjoyment in the season that we're in. And here's what I find in life sometimes is that the missing pieces in our lives, like the missing mayo on a sandwich if we're not careful, can actually end up ruining our entire lives or can end up ruining this entire season that we are in. And this morning, what I want to do is look at the story of a couple from Scripture who had a major, major missing piece in their life, which is that they were missing a child that they've been praying for, asking for for many years. And I, I, I hope this, that as we look at their story together, that you'll find so much hope in that and encouragement in that. So if you have your Bibles with me, turn with me to Luke chapter 1. And we're going to be looking at verses 5 and on to the rest of the chapter. And this is the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth and maybe a story that you are well familiar with. And what I want to do is maybe look at it through a different lens, through a new lens this morning and allow ourselves really to look at how did this couple wrestle with this major missing piece in their life? And how did they keep that missing piece from stealing or robbing the peace out of their lives. So if you've got your Bibles with me, let's look at verse 5 together. It says this, In the days of Herod, king of Judea, 
there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Here's what I do find, is that maybe your missing piece this morning is not a child. I do find this, that the longer I live, at some point, every single one of us are going to face some sort of missing piece in our lives. That for some of us, maybe like the couple in the story that we're looking at, the missing piece in our lives is that we've been praying for a child for a long time. And it feels like, God, are you out there? Are you hearing me? Just keep asking. And over and over again, maybe that answer is no. And you might be missing a child, and that's the missing piece in your life. For some of us, the missing piece in our lives is maybe a sickness that we're walking through right now. That we've prayed and prayed and prayed for healing and Continue to seek God, would you just heal me? And yet the sickness is still there. Or maybe for some of you, the missing piece in your life is maybe a loved one that you've lost. A family member, a friend, a child, a parent. In this season especially, you're reminded of that missing piece in the hole or the void that has been left in your life through this loss that you went through. Maybe for some of you, it's a spouse that you've been praying for. And yet you're still in this season of singleness in your life. And for some of us, Maybe it's the marriage that we got into that we were excited about and then just ended in a devastating way. And here we find ourselves divorced. Maybe for the first time going through the holidays this year, divorced and single and trying to process all of that. And for maybe some of us, it's a job loss that you've gone through. That wasn't by your choice. And yet here you are unemployed in this season. Or maybe for some of you, it's an injustice that you have suffered. Where somebody mistreated you and you continue to carry that pain in your life and Maybe it was something that they took from you and this time of year reminds you of that missing piece in your soul that you have. And for some of us, maybe it's just a regret from the past that you continue to live with that continues to rob you of the peace that you might have today. Maybe for some of us, the missing piece in your life is that unanswered prayer where you've just asked and you've begged and you've pleaded and you've fasted and you've prayed and yet still it feels like God is not hearing those prayers. He's not answering those prayers and... This time of year, I realize, can be such a painful time for so many of us. So many of us as we are left with these missing pieces in our lives. And what I really want to wrestle with together this morning is this question. How can I have peace when my life has missing pieces? How can I have peace in my life through this holiday season, but not just this year, but for the rest of your life? How can you continue to experience the peace that God intends for you to have when your life still has these missing pieces and If you're missing pieces in your life and you find that this time of year is hard for you, pieces missing from your life, listen, Christmas is exactly for you. It's the whole reason why Jesus came and is the Prince of Peace and him coming into our world actually changes everything and he can bring that kind of peace to your life, to people just like you and me that find that we have a need in our lives. There's a void, there's a hole, missing pieces in our lives. That's exactly who Jesus came for and I hope that you will find So much hope in this good news of the Christmas season that we're celebrating and the Prince of Peace who we are celebrating and singing about and talking about all season long. That Prince of Peace is willing to meet you right where you are today if you're missing pieces of your life. And I I just wonder this, what if this Christmas you truly experienced the peace that he came to bring? What if maybe this time around this year, Christmas ends up being a totally different season for you and 
you end up finding and discovering the true hope and the joy and the peace and the comfort that he comes to bring as we celebrate this season. That's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Will you pray with me? Father, I just want to pause right now, and God, we just want to acknowledge your presence in this room right now. I know that so many of us, God, we're just in this season so busy, and there's different planning we're doing, and holiday shopping we have to do, and all these different things going on. And I just want to pause right now to acknowledge your presence in this room. And God, I want to pause right now to just be reminded of why we celebrate that Jesus is the reason for the season, that him coming into our world, that God, you took on flesh and you drew near to us while we were far away from you. You demonstrated your love for us, stepping into our world. And God, that changes everything. So I just pray that together this morning, God, we would look to that truth and we would wrestle with it. God, I pray that we would allow for the Prince of Peace to meet us right where we are this morning with all the broken and missing pieces in our lives, God. We bring all of that and we lay them all down at your feet this morning. Would you speak to us? And God, I pray for me that you just help me to just move out of the way. Would you speak so clearly? God, anything that is not of me, would you just remove that right now from my mind? And I pray that you speak to me first and out of the overflow of that. You speak to everybody else that's listening to this right now, whether in the room or online. And God, we just thank you so much for your amazing love for us. And I pray that we would just encounter that love as we spend time looking at your word together this morning. It's in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Well, it's that it's time of year uh, that we're in right now. And Hallmark movies are a thing again. Any Hallmark fans in the room over here? Yeah, I know uh, my mother-in-law and our family is a big fan of Hallmark movies, and I'm sure that when we go visit with them later on this week, that probably there'll be a Hallmark movie playing. And here's what I love about Hallmark, that they are so brilliant, and they have figured out a simple formula that works for reproducing movies, and they are so popular. And here's what, it's so simple that I can turn on any Hallmark movie, Within the first probably five minutes of the movie, I can tell you the entire rest of the plot and how it's going to end, the conflict that they're going to run into. It's usually like small town guy uh, who only wears flannel, looks like a lumberjack, uh, big town girl that grew up in a small town but moved away, and she happens to just be in the small town for the holidays. They happen to fall in love with each other, but she doesn't know. Does she want to leave her big corporate job in the big city and stay there or actually come home and be with him? And there's this whole conflict that happens and there's always like some sort of big festival happening in the town like there's the snowflake shuffle or like the winter jam jamboree is going on they're going to be decorating cookies together and they end up at the end together and it's a happily ever after movie and we love them and we watch them every single year and Hallmark is so brilliant in what they figured out that there's just a simple formula If you follow the formula, it works every single time because here's the truth is most of us, we love a happily ever after story. But the longer you live, you end up realizing that life doesn't always work out that way, does it? That life just isn't the simple formula that you follow and then, you know, everything just happens that way. You end up realizing the longer you live that sometimes hard work doesn't always mean that you get the promotion, Sometimes hard work means that the lazy core worker cheats their way to the top and they get promoted and you don't. Or hard work doesn't mean that you uh, work hard and you play hard and you win the game. No, sometimes hardworking teams 
end up losing the game anyways. And there's certain things in life that don't always work out the way that they do. And as you read the story with Zechariah and Elizabeth, I think so many of us wrestle with it because you read here and it tells us this and that they are a couple that is faithful. They are serving the Lord. They're walking with the Lord and yet they have no child. And if you're taking notes this morning, here's a truth that I want us to wrestle with, with the missing pieces in your life is this, that your missing piece is an evidence of God's punishment on you. Your missing piece is an evidence of God's punishment of you. In fact, let's take a look at this in verse 6. It says this, that they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord, but they had no child. Like, shouldn't it be like you read, like, hey, they were blameless, they're faithful, they're serving the Lord, and then the result is like, they've got a hundred kids, and God just gives them everything, and you realize this, that things don't always work out that way, because life isn't just some simple formula that you follow that has a happily ever after that. In fact, sometimes you could be doing everything right in your life, following the Lord, obeying Him, tithing, serving, and all these things, and yet you can still end up with missing pieces in your life. And the missing piece in your life isn't evidence that God is punishing you. And I think it's so important for us to get that because one of the biggest lies that we've all at times maybe bought into or that we've been sold sometimes goes like this. If you just give your life to Jesus, he's going to take all your problems away. If you just obey him and you do these things, you're going to be healthy. You're going to be wealthy. Your kids are going to listen to you. You and your spouse are never going to have any disagreements. You're just going to get along and life is just going to be smooth sailing from here on out. And you end up finding out that life isn't some simple formula that works out like a Hallmark movie. That you could do all those things. You could be faithfully walking with the Lord and yet still go through heartbreak and hardship and loss and sickness, and divorce might still happen, and all these things that could be missing pieces in your life aren't evidence that God is punishing you. It's the reality of a fallen world that we live in, but also a reminder that sometimes God, when we try to just simplify him down to a simple formula, he just doesn't work that way, and sometimes maybe there's something more that he's doing in your life by allowing these things to happen than maybe what you even see in the moment. The missing piece in your life is an evidence that God is punishing you. And clearly from the story here, we can just read that these are great, faithful, godly people, and yet they're walking through that. And I look back to a season that we went through as a family, and it was one of the hardest seasons that we've ever lived through uh, for me and Shana in our marriage and as a family. Because at the time we were pregnant and we were expecting to have a baby and then we end up discovering that she has a major health issue and then another major health issue that we ended up uncovering and at the same time, there's another major family conflict that wasn't something we caused, but that just happened to blow up in our extended family. And now we're finding ourselves just with pain and navigating that around the holidays. At the same time, there's something really painful that ends up happening in the ministry we're serving with at the time. And I'm stuck just trying to navigate that. And at the same time, all of that is happening on my birthday. It happens to be a special one. Shane is on her way to go plan a birthday surprise for me. Our car breaks down and that's that ends up being like a super expensive uh, repair for that. And all these things just kept happening in the season. And I'm not a superstitious person, but I was sitting there and I'm like, 
did I do something wrong? And, you know, all these, like, things are happening to me now. Like, is this just bad luck or, you know, what is it? And I think in those moments when we find ourselves going through seasons like that, there's missing pieces. We can begin to wrestle with that. And can I just remind you and just encourage you this morning, God is not mad with you. He's not punishing you. He's not some God out there who's just out to get you. If anything, he is a gracious God that does more for us than we could ever ask. So the missing piece in your life is not evidence that God is punishing you. And don't let the enemy fool you or lie to you into believing that he's upset with you or he's punishing you. Because that's one of the ways that the enemy can step in and begin to cause this maybe distance in our relationship with God by making us feel like, man, God has just been doing all these awful things in my life. And why would he do that? And we begin to question his character and his heart for us. And can I just remind you in the midst of that to continue to go back to remind yourself of who our God actually is, that he loves you and he cares for you and he's not punishing you. And number two, if you're taking notes this morning, your missing piece isn't an excuse to miss out on the life that God has for you. Your missing piece isn't an excuse to miss out on the life that God has for you. Uh, So I came to the States when I was 16 years old, grew up in Africa. And when I got here, there's like so many different things that were just so foreign to me, like American football is just not, you know, something I grew up with. And there's all these different things that and traditions and different things we do here that are just normal to us. But for an outsider coming in to a different environment, you're just like, whoa, like, you know, what's going on here? And in those moments, sometimes I felt like I could find myself just like staying back. Like, oh, there's a football game going on. Well, I didn't grow up with it. I'm not going to go watch it. And I began to realize that if I continue to use the fact that I was a foreigner or grew up in a different part of the world as an excuse, man, there's a lot of great things that I could miss out on. Great traditions and so many great things about living here in the States. And uh, there's certain times, too, in our relationship with Shana where she'd want to do certain things. And I could just use the excuse. I could just be like, hey, um, in my country, we, we don't do this. And she'd be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to like, you know, offend you or your culture. And now she knows that I was just using that as an excuse. But I find that sometimes in our lives, when we have certain missing pieces that happen, it can sometimes become like the excuse that we use to miss out on the life that God actually has for us. And I just love so much about Zechariah and Elizabeth. If you read this in verse 8, it says this, Now while he was serving as a priest before God, when his division was on duty... According to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and to burn incense. And it says, it's the whole multitude of people were praying outside at the hour of incense. One of the biggest mistakes that I've seen so many people do in their lives when they're walking through a difficult season, there's a missing piece in their life is that they use that as a reason to maybe pull back from church to pull back from engaging in community, to pull back from serving, sometimes to even pull back from God. And can I just tell you this, that the very thing in your life, the missing piece in your life that could become a reason for that distance to be there between you and God can become the reason why you're like, hey, we're just going through so much right now. We're just going to go through a season of just watching church online for whatever reason it is. And man, that is the reason all the more why you need to be leaning in even harder in the season right now that you're in. And I've seen so many people go through these times of missing pieces, a hardship in their life, and just to pull back and listen, your missing piece isn't an excuse to miss out on the life that God has for you and what he wants to do in your life. And here here are some things that you can still do, even with the missing piece in your life. You're walking through a divorce right now. 
you just lost a job, you just lost a loved one, whatever it is you're walking through, that's the missing piece. Here's what it doesn't keep you from doing. Even with the missing pieces in your life, you can still grow in your relationship with God. You can still continue to lean into reading his word and to fellowship with other people. And you can still serve God even with the missing piece in your life. And so many people will use that as, well, I'm just going to pull back from serving on the team right now or whatever it is. And listen, even in the midst of that, continue to lean in. And the more you serve other people, what I found too is that when we take the focus off of ourselves and we focus on other people and serving other people, man, does it help so much with the missing pieces in our own lives as we do that. And you can still live with purpose, even with the missing piece in your life. Listen, Zechariah is out there. He's still a priest. He's still serving the Lord wholeheartedly, living with purpose. He didn't say, well, because I have this void in my life, I have no child. I'm just going to sit back and miss out on the calling that God has placed on my life. He is still out there serving the Lord with everything in him. So are you using the missing piece in your life as an excuse to miss out on the life that God has for you by pulling back rather than leaning in? And when we do that, when we pull back, we end up missing out on an incredible journey that God has for us. And I just love that it is while he is serving that the Lord meets him there in the temple. Not when he was idle, not when he was pulling back and hiding out. No, even in the midst of not having a child, he's advancing years, his entire life, decade after decade, he's continued to serve the Lord. And in that serving is where God meets him there. So what does that look like for you? Which area in your faith are you just pulling back from right now? where maybe you could be leaning in and discovering that God is willing to meet you there while you are serving him. You're missing pieces and it isn't an excuse to miss out on the life that God has for you. And by the way, speaking of missing out, um, I don't know if you guys realize, but Christmas is coming up next week. Like we are three days away from our first Christmas Eve service. And so I know we've been talking about this, but if you haven't yet, I want you to go ahead and RSVP for that like today, because we want to make sure that we have enough room for you so that you don't miss out on it. It's going to be an incredible Christmas. And here's the thing too. There's some people in your life right now that are so far away from God that maybe this is the opportunity for you to invite them. And we do have those invite cards that are out there that maybe you got on your way in or your way out today. Make sure that you grab that and you just share because this is one of the key ways that, listen, even if you're walking through a difficult season in your life right now, God can still use you to invite somebody to get them here so that they would discover a relationship with Jesus, even in the missing piece in your life right now. So I just want to encourage you, get on there, RSVP, all of our services, including Wednesday, is the same. It's identical. You can do that today. That helps us a lot as a team to plan well for that. And then also, another thing, too, I want to make sure I don't forget to mention is that just with the increase in attendance, I know we made room, but we've got more people coming, which is exciting, uh, just what God is doing in this season. So we are going to be going to three services, uh, January 21st, that weekend. And so be on the lookout for more information about that. Yeah, we can celebrate that. Thank you for that it's worth celebrating what the Lord's doing here and so we will be going back to that but I just wanted to make sure that we give you a heads up on that as well so that you don't miss out on just all the exciting things that are happening around here but listen you can still lean into all that God is doing in your life despite your missing pieces and then third and lastly is this that your missing piece is an opportunity to discover God's greatness your missing piece is an opportunity to discover God's greatness look at verse 11 it says this while Zechariah is in the temple, it says, And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. 
And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn the heart of many children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in spirit and in power, in the power of Elijah, and to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and make ready for the Lord a people prepared. See, they wanted a child, but God had something so much greater in store for them. That who we read about here is the announcement of the birth of John the Baptist who would go before the Lord who got to clear the way and to prepare the way for Jesus to come, who got to baptize Jesus. And what I love so much about this is that, listen to what Jesus himself said about John the Baptist. He says, truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Listen, that's Jesus saying that about John the Baptist. They wanted a child, and yet God has so, something so much greater for them. And the missing piece in their life becomes the very thing that God uses to help them to discover his greatness and the kind of God that he is. And I just love that God gave them so much more than they could have ever prayed for. And God filled the missing piece in their life with more than what they were asking for because he is a God of more, not a God of less. He's a God of more, not a God of less. And as I look at my life and some of the missing pieces I've had and what God has continued to do for me over and over again, that he answers prayers. They might not always look like what I'm asking for, but listen, he always does more for me, not less than what I've asked. And by the way, he's done the same thing for you as well. And if you feel like you're missing pieces of your life today, the missing piece in your life is actually an invitation to discover a God who is more than enough for you. The missing piece in your life is an invitation to discover a God who is more than enough. And I think many of us don't look at the pain we've went through, the divorce you've went through, the heartache you went through, the missing piece in your life, and look at it as an invitation. But listen, Jesus said that the people that are well do not need a doctor. And those that have everything put together are not the ones that need a savior either. That's why he came for people like you and me. When we're broken, when we're hurting, when we have missing pieces in our lives, that is an invitation. That is exactly what he uses to do some of his best work in and through us. So maybe just reframe the way that we view that missing piece in our lives. And even despite the missing piece in your life, I want to tell you that this Christmas, you can still experience the peace that the Prince of Peace came to give. That his peace, his shalom, and that, that wholeness that we talk about. That God can make you whole despite the hole in your life. God can make you whole despite the hole in your life because he's a God of more, not a God of less. And in fact, if you allow God to, he wants to take you from maybe your life looking holy, meaning full of holes, and to make you holy out of that. God wants to take you, if you allow him, with the broken pieces in your life and the hole that you might feel. He wants to take you from being holy and to make you more holy. And listen, so many of us just ask all these questions. Why me? Why did this happen to me? And listen, maybe God has allowed that very thing in your life, that brokenness, that pain that you're going through, to, because he wants to come in and redeem it and take you from being holy and to make you a holier person. 
where you love him more, where you depend on him more, where you just realize that his grace is sufficient for you, that he's willing to meet you right in your place of need. So can I just encourage us and remind us that your need for God is exactly what he wants to use in this season and to do something in you, to make you holy, which means this, to set you apart. That's what holy means. Holy means to be set apart or to be consecrated, to be dedicated. And oftentimes, the people that are set apart to be used by God are the people that are broken. And we just don't see it that way sometimes. But listen, bring your broken pieces to him, your missing pieces to him. And he wants to meet you right where you are. And for some of us, maybe you're just here and you're just in a season of waiting right now right now in your singleness or maybe you've been praying for a child or praying for a job and you are in that season of waiting where maybe God has said not yet can I just encourage you this to not waste the wait to not waste the wait man there's so much growth so much work that God God can do in your life and your relationship with him even in the middle of waiting so don't waste the wait continue to lean in and allow him to meet you right where you are and you know, I've shared my story with so many of you guys in here before that when I grew up, growing up my whole life, we grew up in ministry overseas and uh, my family just moved around. Every few years where we felt like God was calling us, that's where we packed up everything and we just moved to a completely diff different country. And so uh, I then like meet different people that grew up in the same town their whole life. Like my wife, for example, grew up in the same town in the same house that her dad was born and raised in. And they just have the sense of like hometown pride, you know, and all these things. And just like people that she's known from her whole life that got to see her from the time she was born all the way into getting married and all these things. And I've always felt like, because for me, we moved around every three to five years. I just never had that sense of like a hometown, you know, or something that like just have that pride in like a place to be belong to because we moved around so much. And because of moving around so much, there's certain things about just having a normal childhood that I just, at times in my life, have grieved. And I've become like that missing piece, right, in my life at times. But then what I ended up realizing was this, that even in the midst of that, all these things in my life that I viewed as missing pieces. Well, why did we have to move around so much? And why do I not have a hometown and a home team that I can just say, yes. That's my team I can cheer for. And all these like longtime friends for like your whole life that have known you and all these things. And I just realized that God has also used these missing pieces in my story in such a powerful way. Because listen, as we moved around so much my whole life growing up, that he gave me a love for just loving people of all different backgrounds and ethnicities and nationalities and all the different places that we got to live in. And at the same time as well, as we were moving around as a kid, I just remember being the new kid every time in school, not having any friends, feeling overlooked, feeling like nobody sees you, that you're not even there. And in the midst of that also, God did something in me that created this deep passion for making sure that nobody would ever feel the same way that I felt. And you know how that's helping me now is that as a pastor, I get to bring that same passion with me that as a church, I want to make sure that every single person will feel seen in this place. That God took actually a missing piece in my story and is now using that to make me more useful in ministry, more useful for his kingdom. And listen, what if the missing piece in your life actually is something that God intends to make you more useful for him? The thing that you've been looking at and regretting and saying, man, why is it this way? Maybe that's the very thing that he wants to use in your life to actually make you more useful, not less useful for the kingdom. And some of those times in our lives when we can find that we have missing pieces, we can begin to just wrestle with God. 
We can start to ask some of the why questions that we'll never get the answers to on this side of eternity. And God, in fact, isn't so interested in giving us all the answers to our why questions. But sometimes we can ask questions like, why is this happening to me? God, why did you allow me to go through that? To experience the hurt of over and over again being a, the new kid and nobody knows you and no friends and whatever it is and all these things that you might have walked through. God, why did you, did you allow for my child to still die even though we prayed for that child? God, why did you allow for my marriage to end in divorce, divorce even when I did everything? When I prayed for that spouse, for their heart to change and they still ended up leaving anyways. Why, God, did you allow that? And we can begin to ask all these why questions. Why is this happening to me? And then we can even take it a st step further. And we can begin to really wrestle with this bigger question. Why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Which is hard. And I, I don't have the answer to it. Why he would do that when in his sovereignty he could step in and just like that, change everything about the circumstance that you're walking through. But yet somehow in his wisdom, he still allows for bad things to happen to good people and allows for some of those things to happen in my life and in your life. And listen, I can't tell you why God allows for bad things to happen to good people, but I can tell you this is that God does allow for bad things to happen to good people. And I am so glad that he does. Because listen, the only good person that has ever walked on this earth is his son, Jesus, who was perfect. And he allowed for him to go through a whole bunch of bad things for you and I to get to experience the life that we have. That the God of the universe would allow for his son to go through hell so that you and I would never have to go through it. I am so glad that we serve a God who allows for bad things to happen to good people because he allowed for the worst thing possible to happen to his good son. So you and I would get to be a part of his family. And that same God who loves you in that way, who allowed for his son to go through that, is the same God that says, maybe you might not have all the answers to the missing pieces in your life, but listen, here's what I do want you to know with this, with beyond a shadow of a doubt is that I love you. I am for you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So will you trust his character and his heart and his care in the midst of what you're walking through? I'm not here to give you all the answers, but I'm here to tell you and remind you who we believe in, that he loves us. He is near to us. He cares for you. No matter where you feel today with the missing piece in your life, listen, God sees you right where you are today. And I love this so much that you go down to verse 24. It says, after these days, Zechariah's wife, Elizabeth, conceived. And for five months, she kept herself hidden, saying, thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among the people. I just love that so much that she finally has this moment as she's celebrating this new thing, this answer prayer in her life. She realizes this, God has looked upon me and God sees me right where I'm at today. I'm not here to give you all the answers, but I'm here to tell you this, that if you are hurting, if you are broken, if you're missing pieces in your life, that God sees you exactly where you are today. He sees you. He cares for you. So will you just bring to him all the missing pieces in your life and allow him to meet you right where you are today, to work and to do what only he can and to take the holes in your life and to make you holy and to give you his peace, his shalom or the wholeness that he wants for you to have. And listen, he's heard every single prayer that you've been praying. He has seen every single tear that you've cried. 
and he's felt every single emotion that you've gone through and in that hurt and in that brokenness, that void that you feel today, he is willing to meet you right where you are today. And that's my prayer for you today. Will you pray with me right now? Father, I just want to pause again and just to say for the, for the person that is hurting and maybe has that missing piece in their life today, God, I just want to pray this, that right now in this moment, even as we pray, that they would feel your presence just over them like never before. That they would actually feel your presence in a real and tangible way. God, would you be so real to them right now? Would you wrap your arms around them and remind them how much you love them, how much you care for them, how much you haven't left them, you haven't forsaken them. God, you are still working. Even though they might not see it or feel it, you are still working in their story. God, that they would bring the whole or the missing piece in their life and allow you to meet them right where they are today and God, to fill that with so much of you, Father, I pray that you would use that very thing in their life that maybe they might have even prayed for you to take away, that you would use that very thing to make them more useful for your kingdom, that you use that very thing in their life to draw them even closer to you, I pray. We love you so much, God, and we thank you so much for being an amazing God. And God, we worship you, and we surrender our all to you, and we just say, Jesus, have your way in and through us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, and all God's people said, amen.